I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Golf Course. The sun is shining, the birds are about, and there's a sudden pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. 15th hole here, driver's recommended. <laughs> oh, is he a caveman? Because it's suddenly clubbed up on. What do you reckon, George? <laughs> I mean, did he hit that with a dictionary? Because that was a terrible read. <laughs> G'day and welcome to golf. Uh, I'm at Yamba. So when I was a kid, uh, we came here every year for I think from the age of two to 14 and we a couple of years off then we came up teenagers and had great life lessons and things and occasionally we play the golf course. So I am one of five kids so it was difficult for mum and dad to get us all out at the same time but we did have our moments. So now I'm back. 2023, the year's just started. I'm with my wife, she's new to the game and I can't believe how different the course is. The course is different, the club is different and the pro is different. James Corkle is the new head professional. There's a state-of-the-art fitting bay, like the sort of thing you'll find at cool clubs or drum and golf, somewhere like that. But let's talk about James first. James, how did you get to the game of golf? Uh, thanks, Andrew. Yeah, I started playing when I was about seven. I, um, like any kid, I think you aspire to be what your um, what your dad's up to. Or, you know, he got a set of golf clubs off mum, who worked at Pro Simmon at the time. Uh, half set of um, Pro Simmon Glen Eagles irons, and I was um, I pulled them out every time I could. So uh, his dad was a keen golfer. Dad turned out not to play at all, and I was just I was hooked from the get go. So. What, what did your mum do at Pro, Pro Simmon? Uh, I think she just worked front office. She wasn't building clubs or uh, yeah, professional right, right. or anything, but yeah. Was, was she a golfer? Not a golfer at all. Okay. And you, I read that you spent time playing with your grandfather, that he was the one who actually really got you going. Yes, uh, he certainly got me going. And funnily enough, he um, spent most of his time at Long Reef Golf Course, mate, somewhere close okay. to your heart. Yep. Uh, and yeah, the, the views and just the whole experience, spent getting to spend so much time with him was just special. So yeah, golf just kind of um, yeah, kicked in from there. And what did your grandfather teach you? Um, like I, like I, I'll tell you what, so what my grandfather taught me mm. was never leave your buggy at the front of the green, right? So that was like one of the first things he said when you're playing like, buggy to the back of the green. So it's one of those, I mean, it's an important lesson, oh, yeah. but it's a silly thing that you remember. Do you know what? Like, it was probably pre, 
etiquette and it was just like you know when you're with your grandfather and you just can't you can't muck up you got to behave right okay. and he was really black and white and I just had to stay between the lines and it was it was kind of the start of golf and it was just the way that he operated and I just tried to copy what he's do, he was doing so um yeah etiquette just kind of fell into place <laughs> okay and was he a good golfer yeah great golfer yeah great golfer I, I think he might have got down to, to single figures but yeah in my eyes it was always you know I thought he was the pinnacle <laughs> okay. when you um, when did you become good like when did you start setting your eyes on being a, a tour player because obviously I mean you've played Australia you've played in, in Europe um, spent time in Canada so yep. w- when did the game sort of bite you in a way that you wanted to really chase it you know what? I, I was in and out of the game a lot. Um, I kind of finished school and then went travelling and came back and played some golf and travel again and come back and play some golf and didn't really settle down until um, it was about 07. Uh, I worked out at Gold Coast Country Club and um, yeah, the, the bug really bit me then and I, I was able to get my hands on some good clubs and really you know, dedicate a bit more time to it. Um, so uh, from there, got into Palm Meadows, and you know my same same bosses. Funnily enough, took over Palm Meadows and reestablished that as a, a destination uh, on the golfing golfing map. And I think getting to play around there all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah so Palm Meadows. Just remind me about Palm Meadows. That was Norman. This famously, did he hit a, a famous one iron or something? Or I can't remember the story of. No, he, uh, he hit a drive on the 18th hole and if you've ever played Par Meadows, it's a double uh, water carry par five and there's three palm trees. So the Par Meadows Cup, right. you know, likes of Curtis Strange and um, Jumbo Ozaki and, you know, some incredible players went through there. Um, but he hit, I think he hit a drive and it hit the palm tree and it bounced back into the water and he had hit another one and there was another one where he, on the first hole... He uh, he took an incorrect drop and then he got you know a tap on the shoulder okay. later on and yeah it's, right yeah plenty of history there yeah yeah some very very good stories out of there actually yeah. stories that we can't even tell I know there was no. a boat in the middle of the lake or something right. that was dropped in Japanese money <laughs> Japanese money there was a lot of it at the time yeah yeah it was, it was good fun interesting time all right so you did your time there as a trainee mm-hmm. and then how did your playing career go uh, do you know what I did my traineeship and I was um, yeah like. Everyone sees their potential when they play golf and like that's the thing with golf, it, it grips you. You see your potential and then it's about trying to do it consistently. Yeah. And like I, I don't think I ever got to the point where it was, was consistent enough to go and play like really, really, you know, high level golf and yeah, you're but always you must have had to, to it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it it took time and then I got uh I was lucky enough to get a, a couple of starts uh on, on some bigger tour events and then um I got hit with Ross River Fever. I think just about everybody on the Gold Coast and Brisbane has Ross River Fever now. It's just a, okay. a you know, mosquito born. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh it's brutal and it, it knocks knocks you about. You know, different people uh, you know, get it worse than others. Yeah. Uh you know, that was eight years ago or something and I'm still feeling it now so you know it, so how, how does it leave you I mean I know Lonard had it as well so how, yeah. how, how does it leave you feeling you know what strangely enough you know where he got it Palm Meadows <laughs> he got it Palm Meadows and so, you got it thanks Pete appreciate it mate uh, apparently him playing the 18th hole and I reckon I got it on the putting green but it just wiped you it just had no energy um, you'd wake up and I remember waking up and like my you know my hands, like my, I could hardly move my hands, my feet, my knees. It was like I had arthritis, and I was just like, 
Okay. This is, yeah, something's very wrong here. So and it's then, not not like chronic fatigue, it's actually yeah, a... F- it, it is, right? So it's like, yeah, it starts with your, your joints and feels like you've got arthritis and then, you know, like chronic fatigue, it's like the more you let your body, um, you know, deplete your body, so like you wear yourself down and you burn, burn the candle at both ends, you really, really cop it. Okay, so, so how do you get rid of it? Um, look after yourself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, just staying hydrated, good nutrition. You know, looking after yourself as much as you possibly can. And uh, okay. probably not a, a strong point of mine at times. Um, You're a young yeah, man. running a business, couple uh, of, of young kids, it, it makes it very tough. So okay. But yeah, you know, we, we get by. It's not like it. Just as an as an amateur golfer, I, I, I love hearing the stories of young pros getting their chance to play big events. So what did you get to play in it and, and what was the feeling like? Uh, played Fiji International, European Tour event. Um, and I remember being over there and uh, Brant Snedeker comes up and he sets up on the range next to you, hitting balls next to him and you just go, um, wow, I'm out of my league here. <laughs> so what is it? Is it the sound? Is it the, the flight? Is it? Uh, obviously you see them, you know, you, you grow up kind of idolising those guys and you it, it's more the presence that they have, right? Okay. And it's like, you know, I can hit any shot that he can hit. And, or at least I thought so until <laughs> no, no, I got no. out there. And no, no, well, I, I missed the cut, right? Missed the cut by heaps. I was like, and I'm, I'm going to go and follow him around. So I followed him around the last round and like some of the shots he hit, it's blowing like a, a dog off a chain and he's just, boom, oh, just, that's just cheating. How do you hit that shot? That's you, incredible. So definitely made me think about, you know, my game in a, a completely different okay. light. Were you, were, you beaten, were you beaten before it started with him being next to you on the range? Uh Funnily enough, it was, I didn't know it at the time, but I had Ross River Fever. And like, like any pro, like young pro, when they get a good start, it's kind of like, you just feel like you have to do so much. And it's like, I'm going to hit all the balls. I'm going to go and do all the practice rounds and I'm going to play, 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 play. And I burnt myself out. Oh, okay. And I just like, I hit rock bottom and I was just, oh, it okay. was, I was on the bottom. So, right. um, you know, I had my time again. Yeah, I'd do things differently, but yeah, incredible experience. And yeah, uh, very lucky. Do you, do you sort of look at it, now weirdly as that might have actually been a blessing because as a pro I mean you've had some great experiences I want to get to Yamba in a minute and talk about what you've managed to change here in the two hitting bays in the auditorium with the bar in the background which is just brilliant <laughs> it's <just> brilliant that's <laughs> great um but also like you've been in Tassie for three years and, and spent some time there and is it Mowbray Golf Club yeah Mowbray yeah absolutely so uh big change of direction right so off the back of Ross River obviously my playing was uh my doctor said can you coach and I looked at him and I said mate no way in the world yeah. like I've, you know, I've, I've given everything to get out here and play full time and I was probably six months into playing full time and then uh yeah just get shut down like that so yeah it uh it hurts but it opened up a you know quite a few other doors and that's when we went to Tassie um and land of opportunity right that place is incredible the best golf the best you know it's amazing so were you there you out. would have been were you there in, during COVID yes Yes. Well, I mean, what a great time to be in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Tassie, yeah. right? On another another island in Australia, right? Removed, and it was really good. Like we we didn't really shut down at all, and we just uh, we were able to play a lot of golf. Uh, but fantastic club, real working class club, and the you know the people there are just amazing. Um, yeah, definitely helped me you know get comfortable in a place where I was a long way from home. Yeah. So geographically, uh, Mowbray Golf Club is is it north of Launceston? Yeah, northern suburbs of Launceston, on the way to Barnburgle. If you, you know, if you're on your way, yeah, pop into Mowbray. Good little members track. Okay. Yep. Uh, Did you get to Barnburgle often? Yeah, quite a bit. 
Yeah, absolutely. Not not as much as I would have liked to. Yeah. I've, I've played it a bunch, but... Uh, and how do you rate that? It's incredible. It's my happy place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask my partner. She'll tell you the same thing. Yeah, it's my happy place. Uh, but uh, just phenomenal. Like, the job that Doak and uh, all the guys did there is just, yeah, second to none. So... You would have played it in all conditions, I'm guessing. What do you say to people who get down there and it's blowing, as you said before, you know, a dog off a chain? Do you just gut it out or you wait it out or...? It's kind of... Oh, you have to experience it. It's, um, it gets to a point where you're not playing against the golf course and you're just playing against your mates. So it just becomes so much fun yeah. where it's like you forget about score, like golf's so much more than score. And if you put yourself in that position, you're with your best mates. They might not even be your best mates. You might have joined them for, you know, the group in front. You've, you've teamed up with them and it's just, it's blowing so much that it's just, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to, shoot the best score but yeah I have to beat these guys yes yeah it's like if a, a lion's chasing you down you don't have to be the you know <laughs> the fastest guy yeah, yeah. but just don't be the slowest don't be the slowest so oh it's such a good um <laughs> it's such a good analysis maybe that's a great analysis for the game of golf anyway yeah. you know to, to just don't be the slowest yeah yeah absolutely yeah if you're having fun you're laughing you're having a good time right yeah. and that's like that's yamba mate like I know you want to get to Yamba. There's still a bunch that I could talk, you know, waffle on about myself. But, um, mate, this place is paradise. I, I know you've holidayed here. Yeah, so, what, so in your mind, what is, what is it about Yamba? I mean, you've been to the coldest place on earth. You know, I'm sure it would have seen that way sometimes in Tassie, right? Yeah. So three years is a long time in Tassie because it is a long way from everything. What is it about Yamba that, you know, you really go for? Yeah, it's, it's paradise, right? Like, for me, it's it's probably Australia's Hawaii. It's got a vibe to it, right? Like, you just turn up and you just almost immediately relax. It's just yeah. kind of like, oh, that tension goes away. So, yeah. like, By- like, do you mean like By- Byron is supposed to have? Like Byron used to be yeah. a whole, you know, long time ago. So um, we wanted to come back up here from, you know, get closer to home, closer to the Gold Coast where we're from. Um, now that we've got two kids and... Like Yamba was so high up the list of places that we could possibly end up that we're so happy to be here, right? But um, it's a vibe, right? The place just has this feel about it. And it, people come here to holiday, they come here to retire. And that's so much of my clientele, right? You either, there's 7,000 residents and it blows out to 25,000 during school holidays. Yeah. So just the so place. How, how, how different is the golf club from holidays to? regular times yeah like the social play goes through the roof when the you know the visitors are in town and that's it's great like the members are fantastic about it but when they're not here there's a there's so much competition play a lot of competitive members they love their golf like the majority of them are retired and they just they live for it they're always out there and it's great okay so it's past 72 Mm-hmm. Under 6,000 metres, so not long. Like, it seems to have a lot of par fives and a lot of par threes. Um, yeah. And it's hard. It's kind of not like a holiday course in that you turn up there and smash it up and go, <laughs> you just get, I mean, I played it with my wife this morning and, you know, we got toweled, <laughs> like, properly. Yeah, I got toweled yesterday too when I played it. It tends to blow a bit, but it holds its own. It's one of the flattest golf courses you'll play in Australia, but it has huge amounts of character. And it's it's credit to those people that, you know, the townspeople that built it, you know, back in the 60s. So um, as many times as you play it, you can't really get a, 
a handle on it because every time it's different. You know, the wind's coming from different directions. You you really have to you know earn your stripes out here. You got to get get it in play off the tee. You got to get it you know in a good spot on the greens to to capitalise. Like we we have um, you know pro am every year and the scores aren't great. Apart, apart from last year, it was very right. low. But yeah, majority of the time, like score is close to yeah, it's a few under par for two rounds. So okay, it, yeah. But it's also been voted as the number one pro am event by the pros in that I can't remember the name of the tour, but it's the I want to call it the drinking tour, but I know it's not. It's like the, <laughs> it's like the Northern Territory, Sunny Coast, and Northern New South Wales tour. Yeah, the Pro Am series, right? right? Um, yeah, lucky to, lucky enough to have a lot of different sponsors on there, but it's um, yeah, we're in the Queensland section, and we have been lucky enough to win you know, tournament of the year um, and also regional tournament of the year a couple of times. So it's uh, everyone loves coming to Yamba. It's a two day event, so we have a, a cool uh, shootout each each time, and it's yeah. Every Everyone gets around, has a few beers, and yeah. do you play? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not, so, how do you go? Yeah, not well, <laughs> not well. I think the two that I've played since I've been here, I've had a million. So, just a reflection of where my headspace is. Uh, yeah, through that period, all, all right. runs smoothly, but it's a bit like a duck on water, mate. Okay. <laughs> how how important is headspace when you're playing golf? It's it's for all of us. Everything. Um, if you reflect on the best rounds that you've played, I think you'll find that you were happy, you were laughing, you were having a good time and you weren't, weren't worried about your swing or where the club is or where the ball's going or, you know, and it kind of just falls into place. So um, haven't been lucky enough to get there recently, but yeah, hopefully uh, it's not far away. So are you a believer in, uh, in free will in, in that sense of, and I don't know the full explanation of free will, but um, like we're sitting at the moment in front of the screen for the, you know, indoor hitting thing and there's a line that goes right down the middle of the fairway, right, where someone's hit a, <laughs> to drilled something. But are you a believer that if you aim for that pine tree and really concentrate to hit it at that pine tree, that's pretty much where it's going to go? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, pick your targets, you know, keep your focus on that. It's uh, rather than on your swing, you know, focus on your swing during practice and, you know, whatever your coach has uh, helped you out with. But uh, once you're on the course, it's target golf. Definitely. Yeah. Point and I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Shoot. Okay. Has golf changed much since you've been involved in it? I mean, and you're not old either, I should say that. Charlie Earp is old. Um, how old are you? I'm 37. Okay, so you've, um, so you've been in the game for, for nearly, for 20, easily 20 years. Mm, yeah, 30 years. Um, yeah, it's changed a lot. The ball doesn't curve anymore. It's, um, yeah, it's very different. You know, you, the technology has just gone through the roof, especially the last five, five to ten years. Uh, it's, I find it more fun. 
Um, like I'd love the ball to curve again and go back and play those days, but um, I find with the technology... But surely you can curve the ball. Yeah, we can curve it, but it's like... I remember playing when I was younger and like... you. You, could you curve hit it. the ball and it, it didn't curve the way you wanted. Yeah, right? right. And it was, yeah, you could put easy to get a lot more spin on it, you know, balladas and, and whatnot. So, yeah, that was good fun. But with technology these days, I'm learning incredible amounts day by day. Like, it, you know, golf's a way of life. And it's, it doesn't matter if you, you know, you're looking at, you know, data from, you know, hitting a golf shot or if you, you know, cutting fairways or, you know, whatever it might be, any aspect of golf, course design, like, I'm learning more now than ever, and I don't think there will be a day where I'm not learning. Okay. So, yeah, if you're not learning, you're not living. Well, is that how it goes? <laughs> if you're not learning, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. Yeah, if you're not, mm. and if you're not working, you're not, you're starting to die or something. That's what my dad says. Hey, um, so we're actually in the pro shop and it's sitting in a fitting bay. So it's like a, as I think I said earlier, it's like a fitting bay that you would find at cool clubs. Mm. So, and this is really one of the big surprises of coming to the golf course. I expected the big, you know, like you've got the big bar and the pokies and the whole, you know, I expected all of that, but I certainly didn't expect a state-of-the-art fitting bay inside hitting area at Yamba. So the closest to the... You, I mean, Goldie, you'll have it, I guess. And I, said, I think you said when we were chatting this morning, you know, maybe in Newcastle that might be the closest to have something like this. So, and this was your doing... Yeah, absolutely, my baby. Um, uh, I love it. Like I said to you earlier, uh, if you're going to spend your days, you know, in the pro shop, why not make it somewhere where you want to be all the time, right? So, you know, two kids at home, you know, it's uh, it's hard to hard to stay away from there. But being here each day, it's fantastic. We we've set it up so that we've got all the major brands, we've got all the technology. You know, we we use TrackMan, which you you, know, you see it on every every uh, range where where the PJ Tour or uh, DP World Tour are so uh, it's incredible, incredibly accurate, uh, and the difference we can make in people's games is the best part by far. We've got so many retirees here, mm. and how many times do you think I hear, "Ah, oh, you can't teach uh, you know an old dog <laughs> new tricks"? Yeah, rubbish, absolute rubbish. And I tell everyone, "Get in here, hit seven iron, you know, let's see how many more meters we can get." And it's not uncommon to get them 20, 30, 40 meters, like more distance, just with a seven iron. Right, right. That sounds ridiculous, but it's a daily event. So in the olden days. Right, what a coach would do is they'd look at your swing and they'd go, right, you know, get that right foot back a bit, and you'd get your elbow in, and so that it's a, a, a things they've moved along from. Oh, there's there's still plenty of old wives' tales, yeah, with, with uh, coaching philosophies and things like that. But it's um, so you're saying data's king. Data's it is pretty well king, right? You can swing in a million different ways, but at impact, yeah, it's a very very similar situation, right? The data. For, for me, for you, for you know, Riley and the shop, it's all, all going to be very similar to, to you know, depending what shot shape we want to see. It, it changes a little bit, but I'm talking a few degrees, that's, that's minor, right? Okay. And so what did the, uh, the Yamba members say when, they, when you put this... I'm assuming there's a cost involved to this, to putting it together that the members might have had to be a part of. Was there... Uh, were they all in or was there a pushback to that or, you know... Because it's a country... It's a country golf club. Yeah. You know? It is a country golf club. Yeah. And, and with a population of 7,000 people, um, they loved it, right? Like the whole building process obviously takes, obviously takes a little bit of time to get it all built and finished. So they, they've come along on the journey. Did you have to extend the pro shop? Yeah. Yeah, we knock some walls down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight in. We're going to yeah. knock walls down. Are you a builder as well? No, no. I'm a bit handy, but yeah. yeah. 
uh, there's plenty of builders around at the club, so they can they can fix up some of my uh, mistakes. But yeah, plenty of support from the members. That's that's for sure. Um, so it, it's a great asset to the club, right? So yeah. we built two more in the auditorium, and like we're talking about Yammer and how good it is. It's like how do we get more people onto the golf course? How do we get more people playing golf? We've only got seven thousand people. That really caps your membership. But how do we get more people playing our game? And it's uh, we thought well what we've done here people have seen it they love it but it's all also quite busy so let's build two in the uh, auditorium we're 200 seat auditorium with two um two simulators in there and it's unreal yeah it's pretty cool uh, just to, to describe it so it's literally so there are seats like um almost stadium seating isn't it are they, <laughs> it like, are they a bit that way, right? like, like a all around everyone watches. yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like two ta- like tables all the way you know lines of tables and then yeah. so, so restaurant seating yeah. might be better but you yeah. can certainly turn it around and have you can do any number of things in there. Yeah, it's versatile, right? We wanted to be able to like uh, close it all up when when we've got a really big wedding or a function in there, so uh, it doesn't take up too many seats. Uh, it's yeah, a lot of imagine big wedding setup. That's kind of how it looks at the moment. But yeah, it's got many different faces. So uh, there's a big stage, you know, with band playing, and but it just gets people coming in from from town. The beach is you know a couple hundred meters away. The course is right in the middle of town, right? If you haven't been to Yamba before, like, you're missing out. Anyone who's been here, they, they know it and they love it. But, like, if you say Yamba and you haven't been here, they're like, oh, where, where's Yamba? <laughs> it's... What's well, look... Yeah, Yamba's northern New South Wales. It's yeah. six hours if you gassed it from Sydney. Yeah, but... And four hours, three and a half hours if you gassed it from the Goldie. Yeah. Uh, two hours from the Gold Coast. Is it? Is the no, it's not. Drive. I'd is rather it? drive from, from here to uh, the Gold Coast and the Gold Coast of Brisbane. Okay. Yeah, two hours. But it's like an hour south of Byron Bay. Yeah. Yeah, so if you don't want the crowds of Byron Bay, you come to Yamba. Mm. Yeah. It's unreal. No, no, it's... Yeah, that's, awesome, all right? yeah, yeah. that's all we're doing here. <laughs> it's not a surprise. Yeah. It's a terrific spot. Do you know much about the history of the course, how it came to be? Because it literally... I hadn't, hadn't thought about it, but it is in the middle of town. Mm. Like yeah. right on the edge you know, of, it's literally, it is literally 70 metres from the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know what, uh, for a self Maybe 100. I'm a golf nerd, right? And it's like, it surprised me uh, how much I didn't know about the place. So I went and, um, yeah, uh, got in touch with a, a few of the members that have been here for a long time and know a lot about it. And uh, built in the 60s, and this land used to be the town common. So everyone would have a house, you'd have your cow there, and you'd, you know, you'd milk the cow. That's where your milk came from. So, what is, so town common, does that mean common? So everyone gets to use that space. Is yeah. that what that means? Yeah, yeah I think so. I, I wasn't around back then, uh-huh. but... Uh, oh, yeah. come on, son! <laughs> yeah, that's the common. Jesus! <laughs> so you keep your cow in there, you milk it, right? right? But then when the milk delivery service started, uh, no one bothered milking their own cows anymore. So uh, the townspeople actually got together and they built the course, right? There wasn't like a course architect or, yeah. a, you know, they just got together and started building, you know, building a golf course. And um, it, it started off as a nine-hole course and and eventually, uh, was it 25 years? Probably after it was initially built, it turned into an 18 hole course. Okay. And uh, there's some amazing stories. Like you would have played the 16th, it's probably the one you would remember the most. It's infamous. Is that the 16th, um, the dog leg right? And you go, oh, yeah. 
I'll carry that. <laughs> bye, ball. Is that, yeah. that one the yeah, one? Bye, bye. Yeah. First one, second one. <laughs> Keep going. But it's, uh, yeah, it's probably the most memorable. But, yeah, a couple of uh, current members got out there and, um, yeah, took to it. So the 16th to 17th is a cracking par three, long par three. But, like, the Grand Complexes are fantastic. Uh, it's... Has it been tampered with by any any designers of note? Like, there's no... So Wolverage hasn't come through and gone, oh, I'll put a mound in there, or... <laughs> no, no, uh, no, fair, no bunkers in the middle of fairways, but there's a couple yeah. of trees down one, which... Uh... Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's par five. It's <laughs> like trees. There's like three different clumps of trees in the yeah. middle of the fairway, right? Yeah. So no one sort of turned around and gone, we should get rid of those, or is that just one of the quirks? I'm sure if a course architect did come through, it would be the first thing you'd do, probably take those out, but... It is, it is one of those quirks and it, it reminds you that you, you are in a small town, a small, you know, kind of surf town and um, it's part of the charm, right? <laughs> so this is your third club that you've worked at. Where do you, do you have a, um, a sense of where you inevitably want to be? Like, do you want to be at, you know, like one of the big private clubs or do you have a, like a plan of, of what you might do next? Yeah. Or how long you might stay here, like you've got young kids, as you said. Yeah, and they, they kind of pay, paint the picture um, where how old they are, where they want to be, what we want at that point in time, you know, pretty much dictates everything. But uh, that's why we're here, right? Um, we grew up on the Gold Coast and we had an incredible upbringing on the beach and we want to give our kids that opportunity. Yep. And it's, it can't be any better here. It's the Gold Coast way too busy now. Uh, yeah, it's just a good, quiet little surf town and uh, we get kids down the beach and having a good time. So I think we're going to be here for a long time, mate. Okay. Uh, and so what, and what about with the, with the fitting bays and the, you know, like the, the, the tech? How does that play out for you? Like, do you do normal, when I say normal lessons, do you do lessons on a range and watch people actually hit balls or is it all inside? And It, it depends on the person and what they need. A, a lot of stock swing changes take place in here because the, the feedback is immediate. Uh, you've, you find the learning process is accelerated. So we do a lot of swing changes inside and then we take it outside once they're you know, uh, a bit more competent in the action, a um, bit more confident with it, and we can get the club through the turf and you know, hit some targets out, out on the course. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah on the course, uh, all short games outside. There's, it's fun having all the technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and so what about it? Like Callaway just brought out the new paradigm sets, you know, like I think it's driver through irons as well you know um and they're saying they're longer straighter I, I know you don't have it here like i did come in going oh geez i want to have a paradigm stuff here yeah but yeah. um you know and then you've got the stealth two and that bizzo's coming out as well or yeah. that hasn't got here yet has Not it yet. okay yeah, so next do, week. you get all ramped up about that and yeah, can't wait to see what what they've done yeah that's yeah where a lot of my passion lies is fitting people for golf clubs uh i'd say there's not much that we we don't have um and yeah all the, all the new gear is awesome it, it's such an i find the more that i fit people the more that it is an individual basis i, I can't tell if you're callaway or tightlist or ping um until you get in and you hit the shots it is so individual it you can't really you know oh yeah you're a stiff shaft uh, you know i could probably tell that but um okay it's amazing so you've got a member here um who actually made the promo for when we did the golf series, the How Good Is Golf? Yeah. How Good Is Golf promo, right? <laughs> he's hilarious. And he's got a set of uh, Nike blades, 
I mean, I saw them and... Sw- oh, my... Wow, they're pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. Um, now, do you try and talk him out of those sort of irons into something that's going to help him? There's a, I'm going to get to the, the nub of the question in a second. Mm. Uh, it depends what he needs in his game. Um, most people, yes. Um, you know, you can see a benefit most of the time. It's, it's straighter, you hit it further. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it stops quicker than those blades, but, uh, yeah, in the right situation, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's certainly situations where I'm like, no, keep them, they're awesome. Like, yeah. you know, so from, from the soul, right? Well, so, part, so part of the reason I ask is I've got a 1990-something Apex three iron mm. that I can do almost anything like 80% of the time it does what I, exactly what I want and then I've got a 2017 four iron but it doesn't right so why wouldn't I go with the ones that work is it a fitting thing or is it a mental thing Probably both. <laughs> uh, you've probably got some good history with that three on. You've built confidence around it. Uh, I'd say with uh, that club performing so well for you, we'd look to see what specs they are and try and build a set around that and see how it performs. You know, build. You know, most of our iron fittings done with seven irons. Uh, yeah. So we'd try and build your seven iron with similar specs and just see if it performs. You know, in a similar manner. If not, then um, yeah, we need to have a look elsewhere. Have, have things changed because it used to be a six iron? Yeah. Right? So is the 7 iron the new 6 iron? It is. It is. I, I think is it the, the same se- loft? I think the 7 iron now goes further than the old 6 iron, so yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, they need to go to 8. Are they, is it the same loft as the old 6 iron? Is that why it's the 7 iron now? Yeah. It's not a trick question. A lot of them are stronger than the old 6 iron. Yeah. So Now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the 7 irons now are stronger than the old 6 iron. Yeah, sl- slow swing speed. You know, there's less loft on them to help them hit it further, but you know, they've been able to move weight around in the head to help them launch it higher, um, and therefore it goes further. Less spin and yeah. more distance. So, so many uh, oldies reeling back the years with, uh, with the new, new clubs. It's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's amazing. And so I'm talking to James Corpel. James, finally, uh, what do you love most about the game of golf? Like, you know, before you finish with it, what do you have, want to have done, or do you think you might have done it? Um, I definitely haven't done it all. I think I'd I'd be a greenkeeper in a heartbeat, but would you? It doesn't pay pay enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Your two kids, um, you know. Like I just want to bring more people into the game. I want more people to to get the joy that I get out of it. And you know, it, if that's my calling in in life is to bring more people into golf, like that's yeah, it's unreal. I'm, I'm in the right position. If they if they come in with boom boxes and singlets and uh, board shorts and is that is is that a good thing as well yeah yeah definitely like we need more people in here um the the board and the members may not think that's a great idea with the singlets and boom boxes but um we're, they're definitely very progressive here and they're, they're happy to see people here so yeah there's a lot of board shorts well, but, but, no, but what do you think about like going the the thought of you know someone's putting that i'm putting over here for my ten dollar win over my wife or whatever it is, and two fairways away, some bloke with M and M going, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that uh, you know what, it's it's probably a sign of the future, right? Like we already see it now. I'm a traditionalist at heart, but you know, it's it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you might be right, James. Lovely to talk to you. Congratulations on you know what you're doing here because it's honestly it's terrific the, 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 the whole fitting and especially the auditorium 
set up, it's really good. And, you know, and you're growing the game and doing what you set out to do. So thanks for your time today on the Golf Podcast. Pleasure. Thank you, mate. So that's Jamie Corkle. He is the relatively new pro at Yamba, but certainly someone who's making a huge difference. And that fitting bay is literally as good as anything you'll find anyway. And it's in Yamba. Hey, it's nice to be talking golf again. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and certainly um, we'll have a lot more, including some of the top blokes at Callaway. Uh, who they are, what they do and how they do the work they do. All right, good on you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.